Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. It's a very important statement. There are many, many people that are very important in our lives. And they want us to believe them. Because you see, life is about believing. Even the person that tells you that he doesn't believe in anything, believes nothing. You know, when, when I see people that they say hey, they, don't, they don't believe in God, I said, it's, 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 I don't believe in anything. I say, it's a belief. You not believing in something is a belief. Hallelujah. And you know how it is. Everybody wants us to be, be everyone wants to, wants to be believed. Even the thief that is caught in the act wants you to believe that he didn't steal it. Am I not saying something? They caught him. He will say, yeah. Okay, believe me. I'm telling the truth. It's not me that stole it. They gave it to me. Our politicians are very good at it. When they come with their market every four, four years, they want us to believe them. They will go and sit beside the woman <laughs> that is selling corn for you to believe that they are humble, that they are very close to the grassroots, even though we know that after that day, the corn and the woman, both of them will not see me again. Hallelujah. They will promise you heaven and earth because they want you to believe them. Your boss will promise you wonderful things at work. When you are coming to work, when you, they will tell you story, they will give you all sorts of nice, nice stories about their employ, uh, employment. They will give you all sorts. They will give you reasons why you should work with them. Why? They want to be believed. Hallelujah. Even the, um, the prospective uh, employee, he will tell you all sorts. Can you do Microsoft Word? Yes. What is the proficiency level? I think um, it's immediate to a, to a smart. He wants you to believe him that of all the candidates that have come for this job, I am the best. Believe me. Just, if you employ me, your company's fortunes will go up. He's not an accountant. He's not a financial person. He will tell you, I will change the arrow eye of this company. Just just. Just give me this job. Just give me. Just give me this employment. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of us have family members. They will tell you they will take you to London. 
Hallelujah. They will promise to assist you in times of trouble. Some of them will tell you, don't worry, don't worry. You want to do jam? Which class are you now? SS2, don't worry. Is it not SS3? Don't worry. When is this SS3 time? Come. You two will believe it. When it is time for jam form to come out, you begin to hear Genesis to Revelation. Hallelujah. We even have some people who are business people, customers. They will give you hope. Ah, don't worry, that contract is yours. Don't worry. Ah, ah you have been working with us for a long time. You have been working with us. And then, you will believe them. You start planning. You'll be doing check and balance. You plan six from eight. You say, ah, when that contract comes. Don't worry, everybody. You are giving staff hope. Because somebody has given you hope. They want you to believe them. Customers will come to your shop. They want to buy four things. They'll say, ah, and see, if you say this thing for us, hmm, we, our company is very big, oh. It's only procurement people. We will, look, we will become our main customer. They want you to what? Believe them. Now, the Bible is very clear <laughs> on who we should put our faith on. The Bible is very, very clear on who we should believe and put our total trust in. Look at what the psalmist said in Psalm 146, verse 3 to 4. Psalm 146, verse 3 to 4. He says, do not put your trust in princes, nor in a son of man in whom there is no help. His spirit departs. He returns to his earth. In that very day, his plans perish. Man can disappoint. Even me that I'm talking to you, I'm a man. I can disappoint. The one who is promising you does not have the power to keep himself alive. That's why I am, I'm, I've learned it. When I, I said, by God's grace. By God's grace. We'll see next week. By God's grace. It's not a slang. It's a reality. Lest our story be like that of the man who built a big uh, barn after he had worked hard and said, ah, ah, only me one. <laughs> I will pull down this one. I will open up this one. I will fill it. And I will cross my leg. I will go on a boat cruise. And I will tell my soul, be happy. You have ended. Or I will go to a hotel. For 30 days, I will take a suite. I have worked hard. Haven't you met people like that? Some people, it's nine months that they work in a year. From October like this, that you are doing happy independence day, they have gone. to January. They have worked hard. Nobody has the power to keep himself till the next hour. We have seen people who they've, in fact, there was a program I went for. Till today, it still awes me. We went for a program. 
I saw this man. He was one of our big orgas when I was in the bank. I saw, I saw him that afternoon. The next day, they told us he was dead. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't wrap my mind. I said, no, but I saw him yesterday. He was at the launch of this product. I, I saw him. They didn't tell me he was around. I saw him. He was healthy. He, he was, ha, I was like, Abi, Abi is not the same person. He would have had plans. He would have promised some people. God knows that the only reliable one who can keep promise or who can promise and keep it in order to protect us from being disappointed, shattered, disgraced, or embarrassed is himself. And that is why he said to us, look to me. Look to Jesus. Look to me. Because I'm the only one that can promise and keep it. I am the only one that when a door shuts, I will open another one. So that you are not embarrassed. So that you are not disgraced. Hallelujah. Look to me. Oh, you want that business? I will give you, but it may not be through that person. Look to me. Hallelujah. Look to me. Because I'm the only one that knows the end from the beginning. Look to me. I remember there was a particular incident. We were coming from somewhere, myself and my husband. We, I, don't even, I didn't even know that he, he was holding the rent money on his body. We, we were living in Nijesha at that time. So we took a bus from Oshodi to Agulejika, dropped, took Okada from Agulejika to our house. And then we entered into our house and we were just relaxing. And then somebody knocks on the door. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, who is it? And a young boy from the neighborhood came and said, ah, I saw pastor's ID card on the floor. And my husband said, ID card, where? The moment he said, this is the mother, I said, my money, my money, my money. I said, which money? He said, right money. I said, ah, we are done for. Right money. Apparently, they had slit his bag at Oshodi, okay. And we did not know. So the something started, the things in the started <laughs> until the last set dropped in front of the house where the Okada dropped us. At that point, there was no hope. Because that time, God is our help. We gather the money. You know when you gather rent? It's a work of faith. So you can imagine, and it's very close to rent time. I think he even wanted to pay the rent around that time or so. That was why he went to collect it. So he had gathered it. Where will you go and meet somebody and say, please help me with a rent money? They look at us and say, ah, are you not a pastor? Are you not a responsible person? If pastor is looking for us rent, ah, there's one hour. Hallelujah. 
but God came through. Somebody just came one day and said, eh, ah, Reverend, no, eh, somebody, somebody, <clears throat> somebody wants to launch a product. And he says that he wants to bless pastors with seed money to launch that product. That he, that he trusts God, that he wants to use it as, a, as a, his own, what do I call it? Faith extender. That that product will sell. And that he's looking for, was it 13 pastors or something? And he told him that, oh, can I get the name of your pastor? And he gave us exactly the amount that was stolen. Exactly the amount. Look to Jesus. I, I can never forget in my life. Exactly why was that product going to be launched then? Why was it that he called one of his staff who happens to be a church member that I want the name of your pastor? Does he know whether that person self is going to a good church? Look to Jesus. You know, we have plans. And at this time of the year, you know, all those Ember people, you start calculating, Lord, this is the last quarter of the year. We have entered October 1st. God, how far? He says, look to me. Why should we look to him? One is in that scripture. Because he's the author of our faith. In the first instance, he is the one that gave you the ability to believe. An author is a creator, is that not so? He was the one that is the one that gave you that faith to believe him. And secondly, he is the finisher of your faith. He is the one who can complete your faith and make your desires a reality. Because sometimes you can begin a faith project and derail along the way, but when you look to him, he will complete it. It doesn't matter how long it takes, it will, will complete it. If you can just believe him, if you can just look to him, I've given this testimony several times. Concerning our house, when we wanted to plan for our house about 18 years ago. And they told us to come and buy house, uh, buy plan. We put money down. Then they said they're not doing it again. Everybody come and collect your money. I said, okay, oh gosh, should we go and collect our money? He said, ah, let's go and collect. As I was going, God said, don't take it. They will yet build it. Author of the faith. So I, I held on to it. Now for completion. Nothing in sight. Took 17 years for the project to be done. The author and the completer of your faith. Second reason why we, can't, we should look up to him is because he paid the price. 
to be able to answer our prayers. He says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Not for himself, but for us. He despised the shame. Do you know what it means for your creation? For your creation to mock you. Some of us, if our television is behaving anyhow, we will slap it. Bath! What's wrong with this TV? Oh yeah, hit it, hit it. Boom, bah! Also, people is kick. They say, if you don't kick it, the head is not correct. Hallelujah. So for your creation to be mocking you, slapping you, embarrassing you, for you and I. That is the price he paid to be able to answer our prayers. He endured the cross, he despised the shame. And he endured it so that you would not have to endure pain again. He endured it so that you would not endure hardship. He has been shamed so you don't have any right to be shamed again. He has been embarrassed so that you would not put your head down in disgrace. I don't care whatever is happening. If you can look to him. If you can just look to him. He will turn things around for your good. It will look as a torment as if it is a disgrace. But at the end of the day, they will come and say, how did you do it? You know, sometimes we are so limited in our thoughts and, and the things we look at. We see something that is looking like shame and we say, ah, disgrace, Lele, you don't know it's a path to your glory. Trust me, I have many, many stories to tell. Many stories. Hallelujah. Sometimes, some of us, we need to be sacked to get to the next level. You may look and say, ah, Pastor Jade, are you alright this morning? I am very well this morning. Hallelujah. Because we're not looking to him. And so we have limited our, our sight to what we can see. Ah, this is disgrace. So, hey, 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 hey. It's October. Ah, hey, December is when they do this. This said uh, they are shredding of stuff. Hmm, Holy Ghost, help me to cross over. Help me to cross over. Help me to cross over. Hallelujah. I remember when I was <laughs> I was working in the telco. I had given it all that I had. And then they woke up one day and said, eh, <clears throat> eh, you know, they were writing under the English. And they want to tell you to come and excuse them. As my boss called me, because I was on leave, I was on exam leave. My colleague called me and said, ah, Shade, it has happened. I said, what happened? He said, they, they, they called me. I said, so what did they say? He said, they say I should excuse them. I said, ah. So they called. They said, no, they've not called me. 
As we were talking, call waiting was waiting for me. I just looked at my phone. I said, let me call you back. I think they're calling me. So they called. Um, I said, mm -mm, I beg. Don't spare me all this, your nice cities. Just, am I a monk? He said, yes, thank you. I, right now, I am on exam leave. I cannot lose my job and lose my, my money for this exam. So, give me time. Let me put my head down and read my book because if there's no work, there must be a result of exam. Hallelujah. So, they gave us goodbye money. Not uh, the one that they will tell you to go. Good, goodbye money. Some people were even hoping that they would put their name on the list when they saw the goodbye money. It was very good. Mm, it was a very good money. I was very happy. Because all my loans that time, I just cleared everything straight. I don't have to owe anybody for I, I owe no man nothing except love. I cleared all my loans. So we were there. And I said, you know what? This working something, let me just go and work for God. So I started working in church. And after four months, I got another job in a bank that paid like, that did like, I had never, but before that time, I'd been working, I'd been a staff boss personnel. You know what they call you staff boss? If you are not there on time, you are going by yourself. I became a car owner in my new job. Brand, it wasn't talking about, brand new Osaratia Roba Honda Civic. It was my first car. If they had not sacked me there, I wouldn't have gotten that car. Looking unto Jesus. Because you see, he will navigate your path. He will lead you in the place that you should go. The third reason why we should look out to him. The Bible says that he has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He sits right now. He's sitting. What does it mean to sit in a, in a place of throne? It is a place of authority and power. A throne. When you are sitting, when they say this man is the right hand man of, of the king, it is a place of power. It is a place of authority. It is where decisions about people's lives and destinies are being made. You know, in our corporate development, they will say it is the board. When they say this man is, has the ear of the board, that means to say, he can yikbada. He can change it. Decisions, you know. When you look to Jesus, I have been in a meeting that they were making decisions about the lives of people in an organization. The MD just opened the door. I said, what are you people doing there? He said, ah, it's a disciplinary council meeting, sir. We make say, ah, okay, oh. Temper justice with mercy, oh. And he shut the door. The person whose case we were deliberating was about to be sacked. It changed. Looking unto Jesus. 
there was nobody that the person could have gone to lobby. The case was bad. But instead of sack, they turned it to warning. Only a miracle can do that. Somebody went and said, look, if you are serving God, keep on. You know those people when they went and said something happened. Like maybe you have an accident. They say, eh, you came out of this. If you are serving God, serve him more. Because it's only you that could have <laughs> changed your story like this. Ah, that's why I like that Yoruba word that says, The one that does not deserve it, he will turn it around. Looking unto Jesus. What does a throne signify? It's a place of judgment. Are they making judgment in your case? Look up to Jesus. It signifies a place of favor. He's sitting down by the throne of God. The place of favor. A throne signifies honor. So God has, he has everything planned for you and I. Let me know, I'm also included. <laughs> So I'm not you I'm God's baby girl. A place of honor. People want to dishonor you. Just look to him. You want judgment in your favor? Just look to him. You want God to show you even mercy. Okay, you have messed up. We know. But the throne is also a place of mercy. It's a place of mercy. You can run to the throne and say, Lord, have mercy. I messed up, I know. But you can have mercy. Is that not why you will see that they will give amnesty? To a person that's supposed to die, they will, the government will decide to give him. President will just wake up one day and say, I'm giving amnesty to these people and they will walk out free. The water will be looking at him. Okay? Now go at this. And he will not be able to do anything. Why? The throne has made a decision to have mercy on him. So whatever your opinion, you will swallow it. Whatever you are, your whatever your thoughts, you will swallow it because the throne has decided and it cannot be changed. What do we expect when we look up to Jesus? Psalm 146, verse 5 to 9. It's a long one, but I would like to read it. It says, Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help. Do you have the God of Jacob for your help? Whose hope is in the Lord his God? Who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them? Who keeps truth forever? Who executes justice for the oppressed? Who gives food to the hungry? The Lord gives freedom to the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. He raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Verse 9, he says, the Lord watches over the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and the widow. All encompassing God. 
when you have him for your help, it is all encompassing. He doesn't do one and leave the other. He is the all-encompassing God. Your totality of your existence is of interest to him. When you look up to him, you will find help. Isaiah 41 verse 10. He says, fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What else can you expect from the throne when you look up to him? Justice. Somebody has done evil to you. Don't serve them evil. Romans 12, 19. He says, beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to us. He says, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. I don't fight for myself. See, when you fight for yourself, it's not sweet. It's not sweet. Ah, when God fights for you, you have to be begging him, Esa. It's only the face of God you want to see, not his back. Ah! <laughs> Provision. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, And my God shall supply some of your need. Eh, oh, okay, sorry. All your need. Abi? All encompassing God. He says he will supply all your need according to not the riches of Nigeria, but the riches of his own glory by Christ Jesus. Have you seen that caveat again? By Christ Jesus. Looking up to Jesus. Are you in any form of need? Look up to him. He will provide. The one that looks at all the beds of the air like this and gives them food. Have you not seen that all those, uh, all those, uh, goat, those, those dogs, they don't go hungry. They will find something to eat every day. Whether it's those beans you know, or it's behind your back, oh, but God feeds them. How many of you have seen a mad person that is, that is very lean? Have you seen a mad person that is lean? Even in their madness, he, he feeds them. Whether it is just being, whether that somebody will have mercy on them, but they will eat. And you that you are saying, that you can look up to him. You are saying, how will I eat today? What's going to happen now? Hmm. As I'm working this worker. Rent, December. Look up to him. He fed 5,000 with two fishes and five loaves of bread. Then there was left over 12 baskets. You know, that's a, that's a tree. I, be, that's, I believe that it is from this place that she caught that 12 baskets of a small chops company. Hallelujah. When you look up to him, you will not be ashamed. Psalm 34 verse 5. Shame will be far from you. He says they looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. 
look up to him. He will deliver you. Psalm 18 verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. He will deliver you. He has never lost a war. He delivered the, the daughter of the woman who, who was tormented by the devil. He said, clear out. Devil, devil Pira. He will deliver not only you, he will deliver your children as well. Tisha, <laughs> hmm. let me share this testimony. She took a bus. Last week? Was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. I was in the United States. So you see, you cannot keep yourself. Me, I was working there. She was here. She took a bus and whatever, whatever happened, they told her to, they collected her money and then they told her that they, they are going to give her covenant. Then they will now take her. She should go home and go and take all her parents' property, money, this one, that one, that one. But the Lord delivered her. What if they are taking her away to go and use her for Or kidnap and say, hey, madam, they say you are in America. <laughs> As you are coming, so be bringing the dollars. He will deliver not only you, he will deliver your loved ones. Look up to him. Because I, how, how many, I don't have eyes in all of my body. Even if I have eyes, my eyes cannot be following my children everywhere. You want lifting, look up to him. John 12, 32. He says, and I, if I am lifted from the earth, I will draw peoples to myself. He is always willing to pull us upward, not downwards. The Bible calls him the glory and the lifter of our head, not the bender of our head. You want lifting. You are in a particular place. You have been working. You, you know that you deserve a lifting. They are not giving you. Look to him. Don't look at that manager. Look to him. Because your manager may fail you. He may promise you that he's going to help you. Then he will get a Canadian visa and forget you. Is that not what the butler did to Joseph? Don't forget me. Don't forget Ah, uh -uh, my party for life. This one that you do for me. As I'm going out like this, as, as I want to pour the first cup of Pharaoh like this, I say, Esa, I have a friend. Bible says he forgot him for how many years? Two years. If not for God, <laughs> he would have been dead. But the one whom he looked up to remembered him and brought him out. Look up to him for protection. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. He says they will gather but not by me. They will scatter for your sake. He will protect you from the evil tongue. From the tongue of the, of the evil, he will protect you. You are looking for healing, look up to him. First Peter 2.24 Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree 
that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. You know, a lot of us, and that's what I'm winning myself out of. Whenever there's a problem, doctor says, okay, is this problem, is this something? We collect medicine, Abby, we take. We look up to the doctor and the pharmaceutical company. What if he doesn't have a cure? That's why I'm building my faith in the area of my healing. Because I just told myself one day that day, hey, you are seeing chalk to drink, you are seeing chalk to drink, you are seeing capsule to... The day they will tell you that it doesn't have cure, be going home and go and settle yourself in the house. What will you do? So I started believing God for my healing. I'm looking up to him. Because he's, the, he's his own medicine. They call it Jesus, my queen. He doesn't have any, any limitation. If you put it on diabetes, it will work. Put it on cancer, it will work. Put it on headache, it will work. Put it on stroke, it will work. It's called Bobo Niche or Ramda. And there's no side effect, only joy. <laughs> Glory to God. That's the side effect. That's the side effect of that Jesus, my queen. <laughs> it's called joy. That's the side effect. You don't be just all around. They say, ah, what happened? You say, ah. yeah, when you see it, you should know. You say, ah, no, something has happened. He can cure any incurable disease. I had the testimony of somebody. The person was on not even stage four cancer. It has passed stage four. When they tell the when they hear when you hear that they taking somebody to hospice, eh? According to the medical people, hospice is where people that are ready to die are taken to their last bus stop. It's called hospice, not hospital, hospice. Go there and have peace. Make peace with your God and go to the other level. So they have started asking, they started asking the person because they said that in those in that place, you start to hear things, you start to see things, you'll be hearing voices. And God still delivered somebody from the hospice. Whole and well. <laughs> they were calling the person say, the person said, have you said that you heard voices? He said, uh-uh. Are you seeing anything? He said, no. He said, no, we have not seen anything yet. You are not hearing voices yet. The Lord is my healer. I will not die but live to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Somebody from hospice came out whole and people with stage one are still dying. It's called the power of God. He doesn't have respect for stage one, stage two. If they like, let them call it stage ten. If you put him to work, it will work. The only voice you will hear is the voice of God telling you to rise up from your bed and go. The only thing you will see is the Son of God in all of his glory. You cannot see death. It's not permitted. Looking up to Jesus, he will heal every ailment. You will have an overflow of life an abundance of life according to John 10, 10. Look up to him. Look up to him. 
He wants you to believe him. Know that he has thoughts that are good towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Just keep looking unto him. You don't like the picture you are seeing, just look to him. You don't have a picture in your head, take the cross and just look at it. And just say at this cross, the price was paid. On this cross, the solution was given. This cross, if I can just keep looking onto this cross, this cross until the picture begins to well up within you. Just look to him. He will never fail you. He will never disappoint. I told somebody, I said I've worked with God for too long to know that God cannot lie. I was talking to somebody. You know, we were just sharing. It was an opportunity for me. I, I, I attended the conference in the US. And I, it was just me and that lady. I don't know whether she's a Christian or not. But I just started just sharing with her. I said, you see, people think that Christianity is a, is, a, is, a, is a religion of rules. I said, no, it's a religion of freedom. If you want to call it a religion. It's a lifestyle of freedom. So you people, a lot of people see the cup half empty, but it is half full for us. Because when he says don't smoke, it's because he doesn't want your lungs to go bad. So you see yourself, he says, I want you to be healthy and well. 